This podcast is sponsored by Project Dragonfly, a master's degree program offered by Miami University dedicated to ecological and social change. Project Dragonfly offers a part-time Master's of Arts in Biology degree focused on conservation or a Master's of Arts in Teaching for teachers. The program is designed for working professionals and can be completed from anywhere in the United States. Learn more at projectdragonfly.miamioh.edu. Hi everyone, Happy New Year and I hope we all have a beautiful 2024. To start this year off, we've got a handful of headlines for today's Pelicanus News. I've categorized them into rewilding, celebration, water, and protection. These stories are truly incredible and also reminders to me that conservation can actually work. So we've got a few articles here, so I'm gonna just kinda go into them really briefly. All right, so the first category of rewilding, this is coming out of 9news.com. Colorado releases first five wolves in reintroduction plan approved by voters. All right, so we touched on this in the last Pelicanus News, um, saying that they were going to do this, and now they have done it. So we'll just talk about it a little bit. Wildlife officials released five gray wolves into a remote forest in Colorado's Rocky Mountains to kick off a voter-approved reintroduction program that was embraced in the state's mostly Democratic urban corridor, but staunchly opposed in conservative rural areas where ranchers worry about attacks on livestock. The wolves were set free from crates in a Grand County location that state officials kept undisclosed to protect the predators. It marked the start of the most ambitious wolf reintroduction effort in the U.S. in almost three decades and a sharp departure from aggressive efforts by Republican-led states to cull wolf packs. A judge uh, denied a request from the state's cattle industry for a temporary delay to the release. About 45 people watched as the first two wolves, one-year-old male and uh, female siblings with gray fur mixed with black and brown patches, were set free. The male bolted up the golden grass, running partially sideways to keep an eye on everyone behind, and turning left into the trees. I love that. That's so great. All right, second story in here. Um, Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries Foundation uh, whooping crane program adds four more birds to population. With assistance from the Audubon Nature Institute in Dallas Zoo, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries added four new whooping cranes to its experimental population at the White Lakes Wetlands Conservation Area in Vermilion Parish. Three of the juvenile cranes were hatched and reared at the Freeport McRoran, McMoran sorry, Audubon Species Survival Center in New Orleans, part of the Audubon Nature Institute. The fourth crane was transferred as an egg to Dallas from the International Crane Foundation and was the first ever to be reared at the Dallas Zoo's off-site breeding facility, the Whooping Crane Center of Texas, before being moved this fall to Audubon. I love it. Okay, next category of celebration. Um, we here at Pelicanus are very, very excited for this. We partially named our um, organization after this. Um, Endangered Species Act turns 50, first Bill of Rights for Species Other Than Humans. USAToday.com is reporting that President Richard Nixon enshrined the Endangered Species Act into the nation's history 50 years ago. Nothing is more priceless and more worthy of preservation than the rich array of animal life within which our country has been blessed. Nixon's short statement read in part. The act would enrich the lives of countless future generations, he predicted. 
America will be more beautiful in the years ahead, thanks to the measure that I have the pleasure of signing into law today. The, the act reflects our democracy, said Zygmunt Plater, an environmental law professor at Boston College, whose advocacy has seen the fate of the tiny snail darter fish come full circle over more than 40 years. On its golden anniversary, many Americans routinely experience joyful encounters with one of the plants or animals considered the act's success stories. They may see sunlight gleaming off brilliant white heads of one of more than 300,000 bald eagles now found across the nation, or watch one of the protected whales breaching from the ocean waves. Okay, next category of water. Uh, this is out of abcnews.go.com. This is super interesting. California okays new rules for turning wastewater directly into drinking water. California regulators approved new rules to let water agencies recycle wastewater and put it right back into the pipes that carry drinking water to homes, schools, and businesses. It's a big step for a state that has struggled for decades to secure reliable sources of drinking water for its more than 39 million residents. And it signals a shift in public opinion on a subject that has recently, as two decades ago, prompted backlash that scuttled similar projects. Since then, California has been through multiple extreme droughts, including the most recent one that scientists say was the driest three-year period on record and left the state's uh, water reserves at dangerously low levels. California's new rules would let, but not require, water agencies take wastewater, treat it, and then put it right back into the drinking water system. California would be just the second state to allow this following Colorado. Okay, last category of protection. Uh, one story out of here coming out of msn.com. Biden moves to ban most old growth logging in national forests. It's astonishing that this hasn't happened already, but very exciting. The most ancient trees still standing in America's national forests would get new protections under a proposal that Biden, uh, the Biden administration announced that would, be, would ban most logging in groves that play a vital role in fighting climate change. In a phone interview, Agricultural Secretary Tom Vilsack said the effort is the first time the United States Forest Service has proposed simultaneously revising all 128 of its forest plans, which dictate how uh, 193 million acres of forests and grasslands are managed. The plan would prohibit cutting down old growth trees for economic reasons, preventing carbon-rich forests from being clear-cut at a time when scientists say they are most needed. These trees, most of which are well over 100 years old, store vast amounts of carbon. They also provide an essential habitat for hundreds of species of wildlife and are more likely to survive wildfires. I love it. Okay, I hope these stories bring some optimism and lightness to your month. And I look forward to sharing more into 2024.